Hello, Disnerds Ohana, and welcome to another episode of Canadian Disnerd. I am your host, Carr. I am again recording this episode on Friday. It has been a busy week. Peabody graduated from high school yesterday, so that was quite the day. It was pouring rain out. It was ridiculous. So it was kind of like a rush and go type of thing. They have their ceremonies outside just due to restrictions that are happening in Alberta right now. So the kids were covered for their ceremonies and walking across the stage, which was fantastic. Quickly got a few couple shots in there and then was kind of like, let's go home because we weren't allowed to hang around. So then the next timed group of kids could come through. They were doing them by groups. At the beginning of high school where he goes, they are assigned colored communities like So they have like pink, orange, yellow, red, I think. And then they are split up even further by teachers. And so they've been in these groups and have these teachers since day one of high school. So they've been there the whole time. So they separated them by that. We had like 10 minute slots for each group because there was only maybe about anywhere from 10 to 20 kids that were graduating at that point. And it's really quick to get them across. Unfortunately, we didn't really get any more pictures because it was just so gross out and it is what it is so today i am recording so let's talk about some exciting things so on tuesday i got my second dose of my covid vaccine i am super excited last friday after i had done the podcast they had actually released that people who had gotten their shot in may could go and book their next appointment. I went online to try and book my appointment. It was like over an hour wait. So I decided to walk to a pharmacy around the corner because they had the Pfizer vaccine this time. Last time they only had Moderna. So I walked over there, asked about booking an appointment, was able to get in like Tuesday morning when they open. Fantastic, super fast. It was so great. I'm so super excited. So of course, obviously I have two weeks until I am technically fully vaccinated because two weeks after you do get the dose is when you are kind of fully there. So I'm super excited. They have been updating some of the travel restrictions with fully vaccinated Canadians. They are looking at expanding what the borders could look like possibly. They do have it closed until July 21st. So you're still not supposed to be doing non-essential travel up until July 21st. I am very hopeful that by the time I do go on my trip the end of November. Things are going to be a heck of a lot better with trying to travel to and from the U.S. I'm really hoping they kind of eliminate the negative COVID tests in order to go down or come back. I get why they have it in place. We'll see if they are still going to keep that up with fully vaccinated people because, yes, you still can catch it. So we'll see what happens over the next few months in regards to that. But I am super excited that this is great news for me being able to travel down to Disney. All right. So we're actually going to cover some other news as well. Disney has announced the 50th celebration nighttime spectaculars that are coming to the parks for the celebration. So Disney has a new nighttime spectacular called Disney Enchantment, Enchantment, which will kick off the anniversary. So you are looking at a whole new fireworks show and I believe there is going to be projections on Main Street, kind of like what they do in Disneyland with the Mickey Mouse one that they have. 
And then they also do have Harmonious, which is the show that they've been working on in Epcot on the water there. A lot of people have been showing off some of the setup for that, the apparatus and everything that's out on the water. So that is going to be ready to go. As they've said, there is also going to be new daytime entertainment in Disney's Animal Kingdom where they're going to have Disney kite tails. So it looks like kind of a show with some animal kites. So it looks kind of cool. I can't wait to like check it out. I think that's going to be super exciting. And then they do have a new cavalcade that's coming, which is called Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade, which is going to have all our Disney friends. And they are going to be dressed up in the iridescent fashion that they have shown us for the 50th anniversary. So that is super exciting. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about transportation at the parks. I've only really covered in sort of detail the magical express which gets you from the airport to your resort or to your resort to the airport this service is ending end of the year january 1st mirrors does have their own service mirrors currently i believe is the ones who are providing this service it is covered in your cost as of january 1st 2022 though you will do you will have to pay for this service so mirrors will still be continuing that whole process i don't know what the details are on that yet so i have talked about magical express but we're going to talk about the transportation in the parks now the reason i'm going to talk about this is i was kind of diving further into planning my trip and what that's going to look like when i go down there i I'm still thinking about resort hopping and where I want to go and eat and realizing that if I want to go eat at certain restaurants, example, Ohana's in the Poly, so I'm going to have to take transportation to the Poly if I want to eat at Ohana if I do get a reservation there. So I decided to kind of look more into the transportation options. And, you know, I've always known, like, there's just a basic, like, you have the buses, you have the Skyliner, and then you have, like, boats. And I didn't really look into it even more so I decided to kind of dive into that so we're going to talk about that today so we are first going to start off with the buses the buses is the most common transportation that you're going to see at a lot of the resorts so they are going to have a specific spot at the resorts where you can go and line up for the buses now the buses are going to take you to the different parks so you have to make sure that you are getting into the correct line to go to the park that you are going to they i believe have they have some sort of a timetable thing uh, electronic thing that shows you when the next buses are coming to the parks now they i believe have removed all those social distancing markers from the bus so i think they are filling them to capacity plus like 15 people standing room so just keep that in mind that it's not going to be like during covid where they did have the restrictions on the buses which meant that only so many people could fit on the bus so sometimes people would have to wait for the next bus because the other one would be full so you also want to kind of look into the rules of the buses especially if you're traveling and you have an ecv you do have to load up into the back of the bus and i believe they do only allow one or two ecvs i can't remember because i don't usually travel with people who have an ecv i don't know those restrictions so i highly recommend that if you do you are looking into those rules and planning around that you just want to make sure that your party's taken care of and if there is room for two and there's one in another party and you have two in your party your best bet is probably just to wait till the next bus so then the two can get on 
So just following all the rules and the restrictions. Also with the buses, another rule that they do have that a lot of people tend to forget about or just kind of try and ignore, you do have to collapse your strollers when you are getting on the bus and they will tell you that. So it's best to kind of have that ready to go before you get on the bus. You cannot have your strollers open. It is not a Disney rule. It is actually law. It's... um. I don't know if it's like a Florida law or like an Orlando law or what it is, but it is actually is a law that strollers need to be closed up when they're on a bus and traveling. You can't have a stroller open. Completely different than here. You can go on the bus and have a stroller open. Usually where the handicap seats are on our buses, you can lift up the chair. So a lot of moms will put the strollers there and sit down. So that's not like a rule here, but down there it is a law. So just keep that in mind when you are traveling and looking at those specifics. So let's kind of talk a little more details about the buses. So the buses do run between the Disney Resort hotels and the parks. So it starts 45 minutes prior to park opening and ends one hour after closing. So if you are trying to get to the parks early and the bus system isn't going to work for you, your best option is to get an Uber or Lyft and take that route unless there is another transportation option on the resort because there are resorts that do have multiple transportation options it would just take transferring at certain spots to get to where you need to go they also do provide bus service to disney springs and it is available during this disney springs operating hours and ends one hour after closing some people say that at the end of shopping at disney springs they don't feel like getting on the bus because the lines are so big so they will take an uber or lyft back to the resorts though that is an option as well they also do have bus service to the water parks, so Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. So you do have that option if you're going to the water parks to take the bus and get there. You can also look at your resort maps and you can see where the bus stops are located for those resorts that do have multiple bus stops. So with me staying at Pop Century, Pop Century only has one bus stop located up front where all the buses go and pick up their guests. Other resorts like I believe Wilderness Lodge and resorts that are kind of more spread out, they do have multiple bus stops. So the buses do go around and pick people up from the various points because the resorts are that large. They don't just have one bus stop because it would take a while to walk to that bus stop. So they do go around the resort and pick people up. So make sure you are adding in that time into your planning to make sure that you are tacking on an extra 10, 15 minutes when you're at one of these resorts and they do go around and collect the guests. So let's talk about the monorail. So the monorail resorts are kind of popular with guests just because they are kind of convenient. People do love riding the monorail. How could you not? Now this is completely different than Disneyland. Disneyland doesn't have a monorail that transfers you from hotel to parks. Disneyland's monorail is within the park, so you need to have a park ticket in order to ride the monorail. The monorail system in Disney World is different. It's outside of the park, so you don't need to have a park reservation or be going to the parks that day in order to take the monorail. If you're doing resort hopping, you can do the parks. There is people who do monorail pop crawls or drinking crawls, whatever you want to call it. So they do take the monorail and they go to the different resorts along the line and have a drink or a snack or whatever. I think that would be super fun. I would love to do a monorail crawl. So you do have to plan that out and kind of get familiar if you do need to take the monorail. So the monorail does stop at the Magic Kingdom, 
the Contemporary Resort, the Grand Floridian. Currently, right now, it is temporarily suspended at the Polynesian, and I think that's it. And then they do have their transportation and ticket center, and this is kind of where sometimes you have to take the bus to the transportation ticket center to get onto the monorail or to take like another transportation somewhere else. So you do kind of want to pay attention to that, kind of familiarize yourself with transportation and how you will be getting to the parks or to other resorts. I'm assuming it could probably be pretty confusing and I'm not going to lie. I've gotten lost on transit in my own city before in the past. So I am such a planner with my anxiety. I do not like to not know where I'm going. So you can bet that before I go on my trip, I am going to know exactly where I need to go, where I need to get off, how that works for me. Besides the monorail and the buses, we also do have water transportation. So there are a couple different options when it comes to the water transportation and certain resorts have the, bo the boats, uh, not all of them. So you are going to find that the resorts that do have boats that are going to get you to the Magic Kingdom and they call them water taxis. And I don't know if these are the same thing as a friendship boats. I don't believe they are because there is like friendship boats as well. If you're staying at Fort Wilderness, the Grand Floridian, the Poly or Wilderness Lodge, you can take the boats to Magic Kingdom Parts. Now the ferry boats connect Magic Kingdom Park to the Transportation and Ticket Center. So if you do have to get off of the Transportation and Ticket Center and you wanted to transfer to the monorail, or a ferry boat. Those are your two options. So you can take the monorail or the ferry boat. Just keep in mind that the monorail sometimes does get busy. So sometimes a ferry boat I've heard is quicker to get to the parks. So you do have a couple options when you do wind up there. And then you also are going to have Epcot and Disney Hollywood Studios do have boat service from Boardwalk, Beach Club, Yacht Club, the Walt Disney World Swan Hotel and the Dolphin Hotel. And then I do believe they have a boat that gets you to Disney Springs and there's like two different ends of Disney Springs that the boat can take you to. It says Disney Springs is not operating at this time. That could change. Again, as with the buses, you're going to have to make sure that your strollers are being folded and stowed. I believe there is one of the types of boats. I think it might be the water taxi, like the smaller one. They do not take ECVs. You cannot take ECVs on there. So make sure when you are planning your boat ride, if you are taking a boat, that it is one that can take ECVs. And if not, you are going to have to use a different transportation method. Now, the last transportation method that we have within the parks is the Skyliners. Now, I am super excited for the Skyliner. So I am staying at a Skyliner resort. So for me, I have access to use the Skyliner. And the Skyliner is in between the Pop Century and Art of Animation. So they share the same Skyliner. Now, the Skyliner is kind of a system where you're going to take it's like a gondola have you been on a gondola so you take the skyliner and you are going to go to the caribbean beach resort it's kind of like the central transportation hub to the skyliner and from there you're either going to stay on and you're going to go to epcot or you're going to get off and you're going to go to hollywood studios or it's like vice versa but you do have to get off and transfer 
at, at the transportation hub in order to get to one of the parks. So it only goes to Hollywood Studio and Epcot. But if you're staying at Pop or Art of Animation, Riviera or Caribbean Beach Resort, you do have a Skyliner hub at your hotel. So just kind of keep that in mind. Or if you're planning on going to one of those spots, you have a Skyliner there to get you to different places. Uh, it looks like it's pretty fun. Some people don't like it. Some people think it's kind of like too high up and scary. Uh, there has been some issues with it in the past with them crashing. So I don't know what that's all about. But I wouldn't worry too much. If you do have people who aren't fond of that, you might want to look at different transportation. So if you're staying at Pop and you want to get to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, unfortunately, Skyliner is your option. With the Skyliner resorts, typically those two parks, they're not going to have buses for, I believe. They're going to have buses for the other parks because you do have the Skyliner. So if you do need to get to the parks and you don't want to take the Skyliner, you are going to have to take a bus to somewhere to get to the transportation center and then transfer onto another transportation service to get to where you're going. I think it would be best to talk to someone at your resort though and just kind of get details and find out. This is just kind of what I've gathered from things I've seen online. I could be completely wrong. So, you know, do your own research because it's just kind of me traveling. I don't need to worry about extra stuff. I can just kind of get to places how I want to get to them and I'm not really going to have any time frames. I'm not like on deadlines or anything. I'm just there to have fun and enjoy the parks. So those are your transportation methods. And again, you always have Uber and Lyft as options. Or if you've driven to Walt Disney World and you're using your own car, you have that option. Or if you have a rental car, you have that option as well. So just keep that in mind. There's plenty of different transportation options. Make sure you are planning around your park day so that you do give yourself enough time to get to the parks, especially first thing in the morning if the lines are really busy for the buses or for whatever mode of transportation you're taking the monorail sometimes I've seen how busy that can get at the contemporary and like vlogs right now because the park capacity isn't really high yet I don't believe they're running into that issue at this point and now that they've taken away those like social uh, distancing barriers on transportation they can fit a lot more people in also, please remember that the rules right now, and this could change the rules right now, is you do have to wear a mask on transportation. Monorail, boats, buses, Skyliner, you should be masked up. That is the rule, is if you're on Disney transportation, you need to be wearing a mask. That is the only mask rule right now that they really have kind of in effect. Everything else is kind of gone. You don't have to wear a mask if you're fully vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, like we discussed in a previous podcast, you should be wearing a mask if you're going into the indoor spaces, but we all know how that's gonna go. So if you don't feel comfortable in those crowds, wear your mask, it's totally fine. So today is kind of a short episode, but it was kind of a smaller topic, but I thought it was a really great thing to look at. There are some great YouTube videos to go look into. I can't remember the one I had watched and who had done it, but there was a really amazing YouTube video I did watch and the gentleman explained all the different transportation options, showed maps. He had video footage of all the different transportation 
So I highly recommend if you want to look more into it, going onto YouTube and finding people who are talking about it and who have filmed about it. There's also lots of articles out there. You can go on to the Walt Disney World site as well. And they do have transportation information in there on how to get around to the parks. They do have a Skyliner map. So in case you want to see that Skyliner map, it is there for you. So you can kind of like plan your day. So that is it. And I hope you all have a magical day.